Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is a milestone episode. Episode 50. With your love and support, we have reached 50 episodes with different stories, different perspectives, different learnings about entrepreneurship. And on this special occasion, the host has been put on the hot seat. I have been interviewed by a group of people asking me questions one by one, and the panel is being moderated by Bharat Nangia, a very experienced entrepreneur himself. In this episode, I share my story, my journey, and my learnings. So please do let me know your feedback about this. Let me know your feedback about the Be Your Own Boss podcast. Let me know how we can improve and how we can make the Be Your Own Boss podcast better for you. So here's episode 50 of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. Welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Boss. And our guest, for this milestone episode is none other than Sachin Acharya, the founder of Be Your Own Boss podcast. Welcome fellow entrepreneurs. Today, we gather as a collective force ready to embark on a remarkable journey. It is time to put our host on the hot seat, uncovering the path that led him to create this inspiring platform. His probing questions have brought our innermost thoughts and lessons guiding us through 49 insightful episodes. Let me first welcome none other than Srinivas Mudalkar Aka Meghi, who is the founder of Avishkar Consultants a structural audit company based in India. He was one of the first five episodes, I think number two and three, to be interviewed. So stage is all yours, Maggie. Thank you. Thank you. That was a nice introduction. I enjoyed. Uh, and uh, this is Srinivasan. Uh, as Sachin says, uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So Sachin, it is such a wonderful thing for me today. Uh, we are childhood friends, you know, we know each other for such a long time. And it gives me so much pleasure that I am. you gave me a chance to be in between such wonderful, inspiring people. Thank you for that. I hope everyone has seen uh, Sachin's graduation ceremony, which I have pinned. I have pinned that video in my YouTube, uh, uh, this thing, my app. And I showed that to every one of my you know, colleagues and everyone I, I ever met. So, Sachin, again, it's a rainy day in Mumbai today. And uh, I'm interviewing the same Sachin Acharya. That's, that's a great feeling for me. It's really, it gives me immense pleasure to be here with you. And uh, so, going ahead, I've got some few questions. Okay, uh, so you have interviewed people from all age groups, like from they might be first generation entrepreneur or maybe second or third generation entrepreneur. So they are from all age groups, right from their late 20s or maybe their 20s to their 50s and 60s. You might have noticed something is this common over there. 
so if you can elaborate that what are those common things it will be helpful for me and even for others that okay i am on the right path unknowingly or i should be on that path so that is one of my question which i would like to ask you thank you maji that was a that's a wonderful question having interviewed uh, up to 49 uh, you know entrepreneurs so far and like you said of all age groups i think the age doesn't matter at all the the age doesn't matter the background doesn't matter the the context doesn't matter uh, when it comes to this one common factor that i've noticed across the board among all the entrepreneurs and that one factor is the courage to take action each one of you have at certain points in your life taken a bold step and uh, and i'm inspired by this one uh, you know act the most which is the courage to take action there were uncertainties there were a lot of questions in your head and uh, that the, like they say the definition of courage is not to uh, not the lack of fear but to have the fear and still do it anyways you all were all afraid at certain points and you all still did it anyways and this is why i i believe this is the most uh, important um, aspects of uh, entrepreneurship awesome awesome sachin that's great yes so sachin here is this question is addressed to you by me thank you sachin for giving me the opportunity to moderate this session and post my question to you do share your story why you accepted this unique concept of having all the entrepreneurs interview you for this 50th special episode well what motivated you to embrace this idea embrace this idea and what do you hope to achieve through these interviews with your fellow entrepreneurs thank you varaji for that wonderful question and it's a deep question and um, i'm going to take a moment here to share my story in a short as as short as possible here a, a quick uh, story of 43 years but you know in in probably 43 seconds <clears throat> i i come from a very humble background you know they say uh, slum dog millionaire there is a there's a movie called slum dog millionaire right? i am the little some some slum dog millionaire uh we used to live in the near slums uh, of the outskirts of mumbai and uh, we never had a house of our own we never stayed in one house for a long time I mean, one year was a long time to stay in one house because we all always stayed in rented houses and we kept moving uh but today by god's grace i am a real estate investor uh, so things have turned around quite a bit here but in my journey uh right from childhood when i when i saw the, the poverty um around me and the the dark days around me, there was one sentence that kept me uh, on my toes and that kept me you know gave me inspiration was from a gentleman called rajan and rajan told me that sachin don't look at the darkness around you look forward to that one bright day and keep working towards it and i did that i kept looking forward to that one bright day and that one bright day meant for me that i should uh, be in a position to inspire others 
inspire others in the uh, in the similar uh, you know people in similar situations like like I was, and uh, they should have that hope that if if Sachin can do it, so can I, and if others can do it, so can I. And fast forward to many years now, in in the recent time, I realized that it's not just my story that can inspire people. There are hundreds of stories around us. All of us have a story. Each one of us um, have an inspirational story here, and it's only a matter of how we bring it to the world and inspire others. So, <clears throat> my, uh, talking about entrepreneurship in particular, the question was that how can we uh, start a business while someone is working and you know running a uh, have a day job, running a family, you have your expenses, so it's it's a disruption. On starting an entrepreneurship, I mean, you're starting your entrepreneurship journey, starting your own business. It's in, by definition a disruption in the flow. And uh, the question is, how do you how do you do that? And there are so many people who have already done it. All of you have done it. Each one of you have done it, right? And my my thought there was to uh, like let's capture that capture those stories of how you transition your uh, how you got into your entrepreneurial journey and share that with the world and this is my way of inspiring others and that's how that's what started uh, that's what gave birth to the universe wow what can i say what a comparison what a antigone we all think that our journeys have the most struggle but when we hear others we are truly inspired that each one of us at some point of life have struggles, have challenges, which may be of a different nature. Thank you, Sachin, for sharing this. And it would be very nice for our viewers to see this vulnerable side of yours. So let us move. Let me invite Neha Sahu from the uh, Be Your Own Boss episode number 34. Neha is an author of One Vulnerable Dot and founder of the Third World Welfare Foundation. She's making a profound impact on women's life through her words, art and establishment of her NGO. Welcome, Neha. Thank you so much, Bharatji, for this introduction and the warm welcome. Uh, happy Sunday to you all, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, as per the uh, Be Your Own for Boss. Um, so I have known Sir since uh, for 2018. And uh, since but then I have seen him as a very profound mentor of mine. He has been an integral part of my journey. So I have seen the success and how is he growing in his life. But I would, as we discussed in the beginning, more than the success story, the failure story is what inspires the most. So we, I know the success stories I, I see every day, but I would like to know your failure story. The biggest failure you have had in your life. Yes, Neha, thank you so much for that question. And uh, 
Let's talk about the failures. Yes, you're right that you know as as much as we learn from our successes, uh, we learn a lot from our failures as well. And uh, my failure has been uh, in in my uh, in the journey of my career. There was at one point I was into sales, and I made a, a terrible mistake. That was my failure as a salesman. I shouldn't have done that. My the, the trajectory of life could have been uh, completely different if I had not done that mistake. And that mistake was that uh, we, it was a very small organization, and uh, we were a group of about ten to twelve salesmen selling door to door, and uh, we were getting commission for our sales only after the sale was completed. And we would like take orders. Come back to the office and then place the orders. And once the products were delivered and the sale was complete, only then we would get our um, you know, commission, which was absolutely fair. Right? As an entrepreneur today, you would say yes, absolutely fair. The salesman should get their commission once the sale is complete. Otherwise, it's just an order. But um, I I was of the opinion that if I'm working, if I'm getting the order, my part is complete and I should get my commission. And I demanded that I should get the commission uh, on just the basis of orders. And I got everyone. Now, you see, here's where uh, leadership is important. But it is, you know, if you're in a leadership position, it's important that uh, you lead the team towards the right thing. And I led the team towards the wrong thing. I got the entire uh, force was uh, th those 10, 12 people were under my leadership, okay, unofficial leader. And I led everyone to uh, demand for it. And we all quit at the same time, mass resignation. I think that was a terrible mistake. But the lesson that I learned from that is that if you're in a leadership position, you have to be very, very careful about the decisions that you take and where you lead your team. I led the team to, towards a wrong decision. We all quit the job. The company had to start all over again. Uh, so I, I, you know, gave a terrible blow to that entrepreneur who had, uh, you know, he had worked hard really to build that team, and I, I blew it off all in one day. So that was my mistake, and I've learned from that that uh, we have to be careful as a leader where we lead our team. That's a really wonderful learning from your failures. So I have one more question for that. What is your biggest learning in your entire life? My biggest learning is more of uh, the more on the emotional side, more on the you know the, the mental strength side. I believe the the strength of character um, and knowing deep within us what we are doing is right, we are on the right path is the most uh, you know, uh, and that's that's my learning. And because of these mistakes, mistakes like this. That I just said there have been other mistakes as well, but it's because of these mistakes that I've learned that uh, deep within us we have to be right and do the right thing, and from doing that right thing we get uh, get the courage to you know stand and, and stand against all odds and uh, still uh, you know move forward. Thank you so much, sir, for answering this. It's really inspiring. Thank you. So. Thank you, Nea, for these wonderful questions. And at the same time, Sachin, your biggest learning on building your character, you have already proved it here. 
when you have shared such a vulnerable story where you have failed as a leader so it's not everyone who can come up and say on stage and say look i did this and this is my failure uh, truly inspiring there it requires a lot of courage yes it requires a lot of courage so a role model here thank you sachin for that again so let's now move on to someone who has been here with sachin his name is manish pandit manish is a digital creator marketer content writer specialized in seo friendly writing with a background in sales and customer service spanning over almost 20 years he has been managing the social media website thumbnails and even video editing for the be your on boss podcast so manish you have been working very closely with sachin and we are really eager to hear your question that will surely shed light on your entrepreneur journey also please go ahead manish thank you so much bharat for giving me this opportunity first of all let me thank you all because uh, since uh, i normally edit uh, the videos and thumbnails for sachin i have seen the unedited version of your interviews and i have learned a lot from these kind of uh, these interviews okay and a similar question i have for sachin you as well uh, you have just told your uh, failure story your learnings what have you learned from these entrepreneurs what have you learned from these interviews and uh, how you're going to use that in your life ahead that is what my question is thank you manish that's a very uh, that's a deep question and uh, a very very interesting question and uh, among all the uh, entrepreneurs that i interview i'm trying to find that uh, a common thread right and i'm trying to uh, stitch a uh, a fabric of a story together here a fabric of a, a strategy together here and um this is what i've learned and i'm going to you know try and uh, put that in in a few bullet points as uh, how we can you know how we uh, take our step towards entrepreneurship and this is for the listeners for the audience here who are at a job and would like to start their entrepreneurship journey this i'm summarizing my learning from all these uh, episodes that i've done so far that when you are about to start your journey on the entrepreneurship path okay uh, you have to decide whether you want to start a business that is capital intensive or uh, idea based okay these are the two different kind of uh, you know businesses that you can start capital intensive or physical um, asset businesses like you know opening a restaurant or opening uh, a salon or in uh, or setting up a hotel these are physical actual uh, businesses physical products which are capital intensive it requires a lot of capital so if you're driving you know going down this path then what i've what i've learned from all the episodes here is that to start a business you need that uh, a big chunk of capital but you need to take that lump sum amount that you have figure out how you can bring that lump sum amount and take that lump sum amount that you have and break it into three parts one third of it you have to keep it as a reserve for a rainy day 
Okay, this is this is this has to be your reserve, and don't touch that. And uh, because in case things go wrong and you need to close the business, you also need a lot of money to close the business, and you'll need this money. So you just keep that money aside as a reserve. The second third, you use it for running your family until the business picks up. Okay, so that's that's the second third, and the third uh, one third of it. You use that to invest in your as a capital. So only start a business that you can run with that one third of the money that you have. So you decide what kind of businesses that can work, and only start from that. And if you're now going back to the the, the first bullet point here is that it, uh, you know the capital intensive business. The second type of business is the idea based business. And if you're starting with an idea based business, do not quit your job immediately. Continue your job and hustle. Along the side, so while you're continuing your job, you also spend hours in your other business, in your idea-based business, to build it to a point where it can start generating revenue, and then quit your job. So th there have been these two different, uh, you know, scales or different kinds of uh, entrepreneurs that I've noticed, and this is based on that. This is uh, what I've noticed. You, know, you work on your idea-based business. Uh, until the point where it starts generating enough revenue that you can quit your job. This is uh, this is one of the learnings that I have uh, had having interviewed all you entrepreneurs here. Thank you, Sachin. So next, I am going to first of all, you know, these insights are truly valuable. One third, keep. Whatever your seed fund is, one third keep for bad times to close the business. One third for the family expenses, and one third only use that one third for the business and choose a business which can work on that one third. So truly valuable. And then again, I love that when you say any idea-based business, keep working, put extra effort. Maintain your job and your idea, unless you reach a stage where you can have that seed capital to look after you for whatever gestation period you plan, for whatever downturn you may have for closing that business, or at the same time whatever investment you want to do. So, if you want to have two years, so a very valuable insight there from Sachin. Let's start by inviting Shelly Bowman. She lives in Hong Kong, same as I also live in Hong Kong, and she's a coach, podcaster, and a real conscious business analyst with a diverse background ranging from web design to scuba diving. And I'm going to pick you up for that. Shelly brings a unique perspective to the table. Shelly, stage is yours for your question. Thank you, Bharat, and um, thank you for your introduction. And um, Sachin, uh, it was an amazing pleasure doing the, the interview with you. And I love that I get to answer the questions or ask the questions now. So I have two, but they were from our discussions. And one of them, the first one, it should be fairly short, but you talked about a very unique way of learning how to use computers. And you were working somewhere and there was one person who was using a computer. And can you just tell us how you did that? I thought that was so genius. Thank you, Shelley, for that question. 
it brings back memories. And I'm going to answer this and uh, tell you this incident that happened uh, and how I learned computers right from the beginning at, uh, you know, let me take you back to Mumbai. It, it's a rainy day and inside a garment factory, there is this computer operator sitting tired from working late hours. The office boy brings coffee and says, sir, while you have your coffee, can I type that letter for you? And this is the, this office boy was me. I was the one wanting to learn computers. I was a, my, uh, I didn't have the capacity to, you know, uh, it was not my job to work on computers, right? But I, I was an office boy. Uh, my job was to, um, I was labor work and to bring coffee and move papers around. But I used to make coffee for this computer operator and I used to um, do that work for them. So he used to just tell me, okay, you have to type this letter and he used to just type that letter. That's how I got my hands on a computer and I understood how to learn computers. Uh, how to, I learned how to uh, operate computers, how to just type in. And with that, I could, now that I knew how to enter data into a computer, my next job was data as a data entry operator at uh, Max Touch, which later became Orange. And we used to uh, enter data into the computers by like look at the application forms and enter the data. This was a data entry job. Now, now I moved from an office boy to a data entry operator. And from there, every at every stage of my life, wherever I got a chance, I could learn uh, different things I learned uh, in, in computers to the point that today I write programs and I'm, uh, I'm, a dev I, you know, I'm an app developer, I write, uh, I, I create dashboards, I create, I'm a data analyst by profession. So this is, uh, it has brought me a long way. Uh, this, the, the whole point was the, the thirst for learning and irrespective of the situation around, wherever I got a chance, I, I learned. Thank you. I have one more question. Um, when we were talking, we were talking a lot about impacts because both of us, you know, we want to make a positive impact on the world. And one time, one thing that you had mentioned was there was a time you got on the train and you were hungry. You only had 10 rupees and you bought some food and it was bad. So you went hungry. And then you were saying that that drove you to want to go to a place where you could feed people. And I just wanted to know, because we didn't really flesh that out. How, is, how have you played that out in your life? And how have you taken that, that point that, Nadir, low point, and taken something positive out of that. Yeah, so this is this is an incident when I was traveling uh, in a train. I had no money. I had like literally ten rupees with me in my pocket, and this it was a very uh, low point of my life. And the uh, and I was hungry. I had. Uh, I didn't have food for the last, you know, uh, a day, and uh, so my my only chance was when the train stopped at a, at the station, um, and the and I asked how much is the food. I mean, there was this vendor selling uh, food, and he said there was a, a food packet for ten rupees, and ten rupees is all I had. So I said, okay, here's my last ten rupees. So let me just buy the food. I bought the food. The train left the station, and now uh, when I opened the food. Uh, it was stale, so I couldn't eat it, I had, and and I didn't have any more money to buy anything else. 
so I had to go hungry. When I looked at that stale food with tears in my eyes, I promised myself that today I'm in a situation where I can't even eat. I don't have enough money to uh, you know, even eat. But rather than having anger or frustration towards the world, my thought at that time was that I promised myself I'm going to be so rich that one day I will feed people. And now things changed over time. Now, now when I'm in a, in a situation where I can keep people subduing, um, I don't want to, I'll, you know, talk too much about how I, uh, you know, I feed people, or uh, because that's that's not the right thing to do, right? They say that you know your your right hand should not know what your left hand is doing. So I would rather not talk too much about it. But then, but uh, I, all I would like to say is that God has been kind that today I'm in that situation where I'm able to fulfill my promise. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, this, these, are, these are past experiences, past learnings which motivate. And in itself, by motivating others to, by sharing your own story, you can always bring back value to the society. Telling thanks for these insightful, really bringing those defining moments in Sachin's past, which he does not speak about, and which are so important, and which bring value to all the youngsters, all the people who are facing challenges in life. Keep that positive attitude. And with this, let's move on to our next question. And next question will be from Minakshi Ji. Minakshi, the founder of Educatia. And she started a remarkable journey from being a software professional to following her passion for education and becoming a successful teacher and entrepreneur. Minakshi shares valuable insights on how mother can strike a balance between family and business, setting a great example for all women entrepreneurs. Let's go to Minakshi ji for her question to Sachin. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Once again, very good to hear all this. Uh, after, my, uh, inter like after my interview with Sachin took, I said this to him. Thank you so much because uh, I never felt till then that, oh, all this did we do really? <laughs> or is somebody noticing all this? So, uh, so I really feel uh, I, I have to first thank him. I have a lot of gratitude and I really have to thank him for uh, uh, doing my interview. And uh, <clears throat> my question is, uh, who is, uh, who is your uh, dream person whom you wish to interview, Sachin? Thank you, Meenakshi. That's a good question. I would like to interview, there's not just one person, there are a lot of uh, people, but that uh, the, the first person, that the top person that I uh, can think of is uh, Mr. Yusuf Ali, the founder of Lulu. Um, and for those of you who are not in Dubai, Lulu is a, a huge uh, group here of hypermarkets and supermarkets. 
and uh, Mr. Yusuf Ali is the is the founder of uh, Lulu Hypermarkets and Supermarkets, and he has started his own journey here in Dubai. And I would like I'd love to interview him. I'd love to interview Mr. Bingati. Bingati is a real estate company here in Dubai, and uh, they've built wonderful buildings, beautiful buildings uh, here. I would love to interview Mr. Bingati as well. So yeah, those are the uh, people that I would love to interview on my show. Okay, okay. Thank you, Sachin, and best wishes. Let all these interviews happen soon. Minakshi ji, yes. Dream, what we dream, whom we will interview. So with this, let me invite my colleague at Entrepreneur Connect, my friend, my fellow entrepreneur, Anupama Pakaji from 4C. Anupama has been a visionary in her whatever she does and she's founder of 4c integrated communications with a de decade of experience serving smes and solopreneurs anupama has become an expert in providing off-site marketing solutions for businesses that may not have the budget for a dedicated marketing department her company 4c integrated communications has been instrumental in helping small and medium-sized enterprises thrive through strategic marketing efforts. Today, we have the privilege of Anupamaji's inspiring journey, and she will come on stage to ask her next question. Over to you, Anupamaji. Good morning, beautiful people, boys and girls, and thank you Paraji, for that wonderful introduction. Sachin, I know for ages, Sachin Acharya was just a name in my phone book. Once in a networking event, I got to shake hands with him and that name in my phone book got a face. But one morning in the desert, I got to know person behind that face, the character, the personality, and what he does and why he does what he is doing today. And that name in my phone book got respect, immense respect for the concept that he has developed with Be Your Own Boss podcast. As I went through that one morning, there were so many things that I got to know that not only built up that respect for him, but also immense gratitude What what happened after that one morning. He actually built my brand instead of his own. So thank you very much, Sachin, for that. I have just one question for you. And the next one will follow if you give the right answer. <laughs> My question to you is, what is the trade secret? What is the marketing strategy behind Be Your Own Boss podcast? Over to you, Sachin. Thank you, Anupama, for that wonderful question. 
what is the secret behind or the strategy of the marketing strategy of be your own boss well first of all i'd like to start from you know start with thanking all of you because if not for you your stories be your own boss podcast wouldn't uh, have existed it's your stories that make the episodes special each one of you have a wonderful story so uh, in marketing they say right like i mean you can reach out to many people but then at the end of the day it's the content that matters so the content comes from you each one of you your stories and i'd like to thank manish pandit here because he has supported immensely in uh, you know in spreading the word he has created i mean he has he's not just a friend he's a, not just a colleague he's also a guide to me uh, he tells me when i'm going wrong he tells me uh, you know corrects me when i'm going wrong and he also uh, goes over above and beyond the a normal what a you know what a marketing person would do right? he just he takes full responsibility full control over things like he created my website okay he told me first that sachin you must have a website and i said yeah okay and then the next thing he told me that look at this i've built a website for you here it is and then i saw the website then he keeps asking me that have you checked your website because he he checks it every day he up, keeps it updated every day so in the marketing uh, from a marketing perspective he does the fantastic job of keeping the website uh, alive and always updated the latest episodes are always up there the links are always up there and uh, from my side what i try to do is uh, not to leave any stone unturned every single uh, social media platform every single platform out there youtube spotify stitcher amazon music google podcast you know apple podcast uh, linkedin facebook instagram um try try to post everywhere so be your own boss podcast is uh, everywhere around it yeah and uh, yeah by god's grace now that you know the the channel is growing and uh, we're reaching uh, wider people and that's uh, and i'd like to come back to the, the content part where the content is very very important it's your stories that make an impact well i was looking for exactly the same answer so here's my second question we as entrepreneurs know that we require support from all all almost everything and everybody from all aspects we look at support 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 and speci- specifically when we are small businesses so considering that we are all small businesses in this room today how can we help you with your business or with your podcast what kind of help do you require from us as a part of your extended team i would like to request you to uh, in, in three words that is spread the word spread the word about be your own boss podcast and that i think you all have each one of you have a wide re- wide reach right so if uh, each one of us we can spread the word about the podcast uh, i think we will reach here and the and the reason for that is not just because we want more views on be your own boss podcast the reason for that is when it reaches a, a wider audience the the wider the net is spread the uh, the more are the chances that it reaches those individuals who are struggling and 
one episode one story one line in a single sentence in in a story that that can has the power to inspire someone and change someone's life and uh, this this happens a lot right when we sometimes we read a book sometimes a single sentence in a book can change our life completely and uh, and i'm hoping that uh, from the episodes we can reach out to many people and then these lines these sentences can change lives thank you sachin uh, now i know and we all know how to support you and i think each one of us who you have interviewed uh, would commit to that that we will spread the word for be your own boss best of luck for all your future endeavors over to thank you, you mr thank you anupama ji thank you sachin let me recap the beautiful question where do you get content what is the content and such a lovely answer the content is you you the people and then as always anupama ji is always thinking of how she can help others and such a beautiful simple message spread the word what sachin tells us is not for himself for all of us spreading the word for be your own boss brings value not only to sachin to this podcast channel to everyone who has been involved and to everyone who would be listening to it spreading the word is important so before i go on to the next question from the panel i have a question myself and this question is come up with the simple notion where we spread the word now when we are in your opinion what sets us apart there are so many entrepreneur focused podcast groups what sets you apart what sets the be your own boss podcast apart from other entrepreneur focused podcast or events and this will help us spreading the word in the right direction what is your unique selling point i would love to know that i think the right from the beginning of mankind okay uh, and i'm going way back now here yeah, just zoom out zoom out a thousand times and look at us uh, humans we've been telling stories we've been telling stories right from you know the, the beginning to that storytelling has been the way of sharing knowledge we, uh, in the olden days during the tribal times stories were told around uh, around the campfire and uh, people would listen to those stories and then more stories would be told in those stories. this is this is the way of you know spreading knowledge and this is a concept that i have adopted here in the be your own boss podcast that uh, we, rather than asking you know just uh, superficial questions it is uh, we tell the story of so episode of bharat nangya is the story of bharat nangya you, you hear about his childhood memories you hear about all of those uh, elements you hear about the family so when uh, as a story when you listen to the story you connect with that person and uh, like in in the case of uh, if for example if you look at anupama's uh, episode by the 20th minute okay 
people already know Anupama from childhood, right? They know the struggles that she had. They know the, uh, you know, all the challenges that she had. They know the kind of environment that she had. They know the kind of child she was, okay, as she stormed into the collector's office and she told them that you are sitting here for us, you know, the, the bold personality. And so when you do this, okay, you're, uh, the audience connects with the, with the guest and the guest becomes a friend. And then uh, everything else that is after that, that is said, it becomes, uh, you know, comes from a close friend and the, the guest, uh, the audience is able to internalize it. And uh, this is this is what I think is, is a bit different from others. I would uh, actually uh, rather not say that you know, nobody else does it. I would rather encourage other people. I, I, I want to invite competition. I want to have more people do it because the purpose is not just uh, you know, my channel to grow. The purpose is that we want to spread and uh, spread the word about entrepreneurship and we want to encourage more people to start businesses. So that purpose can be achieved not by uh, not by one person alone. It can be achieved when a, a movement is started. So this is that this is that movement that we are starting with. Wonderful, Sachin. Wonderful. Stories. That is the base of Be Your Own Boss podcast. What do we do? When we spread the word, put small stories from our past or listen to the podcast of others and catch those stories which you carry forward. Your words, recognizing the efforts and the stories would bring value and spread the word that this podcast brings stories to you. And with stories, we bring value to all the listeners. So let me take a pause. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, three people have missed their podcast number. So let me repeat here. Anupama ji was on podcast number 37. Meenakshi ji was on podcast number 38. Let me invite Someone from episode 25, Ronald Oliveira, the founder of Zillion Pathways Coaching Institute. Ronald shares his inspiring story of how he transitioned from working in the oil and gas, gas industry to becoming an entrepreneur and creating an institute that is shaping the future of education. Over to you, Ronald, for your question. Thank you, Bharatji, uh, for inviting me to ask a question. Uh, good morning, uh, Sachin. Good morning, all the uh, panelists, I would call. Uh, it's always challenging when you get a chance after all the stalwarts uh, have spoken, especially somebody like Anupama. Generally, uh, our chemistry matches. And uh, uh, the moment I saw Anupama got a chance before me, I knew that she would ask the question which is in my mind. And it, it happened exactly the same. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, uh, no problem. I'll twist the question a little bit, Sachin. Uh, yes, again, as Meenakshi also said, it's, it's a platform for us to uh, 
spread our views uh, across the people so that they will be encouraged. At the same time, we will get some business because we are in an industry where we need people to come and give us. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't call it a business. I mean, we probably can say a coaching institute or something. It is a service, but let's accept the fact it is a service combined with business. Okay, that is what kind of industries we are uh, we are in. Now, in the same line, Sachin, my question to you is. Uh, you have started a very, very nice um, uh, initiative with, with this podcast. Uh, and yes, your main motto is definitely to spread the word uh, and more and more people will come and become uh, first generation entrepreneurs. Uh, all great. Uh, but somewhere deep, okay, are you thinking beyond it? There's nothing wrong if you have uh, been thinking about it. My question, straight question to you is that you are talking about Yusuf Ali, sir. You are talking about uh, all top uh, businessmen. Someday, definitely you are going to interview them. But while you do that, maybe you will get a break where somebody like Yusuf Ali, sir, or even tomorrow if you decide to um, interview Mukesh Ambani or someone of that stature, if you change your uh, uh, principle a little bit uh, from what originally you are thinking about. So... When that happens, and if you get an opportunity, you know, to be, you never know, I mean, to be an advisor of Mukesh Ambani, for example, in whatever you are good at, okay, would you be still taking it or you would continue that, no, no, I have started with the principal and I will go with that. I would still do this kind of social service. Thank you, Ronnie Bai, for that question. And I think it is, it is, the opportunities that come our way, okay, that uh, that shape our lives. Um, and when I started, if if I can go back to uh, my childhood, okay, when when you know things were not uh, very good around me, and like I was saying that you know I was always looking forward to that one bright day. I did not have a clear idea of what exactly I will become, or what I will uh, be doing or what my profession will be. Right? All I wanted was to work towards that one bright day. And I kept working towards having that in mind. Every opportunity that came my way, I worked, I took that opportunity and you know, gave it a, a positive test. Like when I was working as the, as an office boy, there was, uh, I, I was uh, packing carton boxes once and uh, right next to me there was a group of people who were sitting and you know trying to draft an email and they were uh, drafting this email uh, in, in in english but they were discussing in hindi and they were uh, drafting this email in english now uh, i realized that they were making some mistakes in that now as an office boy i took up that i took up the courage and went and spoke to them and i said that uh, and i spoke in english them and they were first of all surprised that an office boy is coming and talking to us in English and uh, then I told them what that uh, I had drafted the entire email in my head and I recited that entire email to them and said this is what your email should be we have to the client they were talking about there is a delay in the shipment and so on so and then that bold step gave me the opportunity and they said that you know why don't you join the you know let's i think we should promote him and let's let him work on bigger projects they put the guy in the wrong place 
and uh, that gave me opportunities of you know they they sent me to different places in India to set up offices and I, I ended up doing a lot of work uh, bigger projects for that company. So uh, when opportunities strike, when opportunities come, obviously depending on the you know, uh, the nature of it, I will take that uh, as as things forward. So. Um, as far as the purpose of this, uh, uh, you know, the Be Your Own Boss podcast is concerned, this is very clear to me that I, you know, what I want to do here is encourage entrepreneurs, encourage here, and I'm creating content here, right? By bringing in all these stories, a collection of stories in our this, and the content lives forever on the on the social media platform today. So yeah, and uh, as as opportunities come, yeah, I think uh, God will lead the lead the path. Uh, thank you, Sachin. Uh, the, there was a reason why I asked this question because I know a very close friend of mine. He also started something uh, similar, not exactly. I mean, you have a lot of principles here, like uh, uh, you have a clear goal what you want to achieve by creating content. Uh, but what happened was uh, that person, I don't want to name, uh, he also started taking interviews uh, about the less known entrepreneurs. I mean, not necessarily entrepreneurs, less known community leaders okay and he gave the interviews and it so happened that the people got publicity and those who got publicity supported him in such a way that today he is one of the biggest businessmen okay and and his principle was simple he was giving publicity to uh, the less known people who have done a lot of work okay and on that ground i asked this question and there is absolutely nothing wrong if you grab an opportunity and we wish that you get an opportunity and and become a, a very big uh, consultant to some consultant or a great entrepreneur and that time we can say this person our interview thank you may that happen uh, sachin thank you so much well ron you have opened some questions which have come again to my mind as Sachin has emphasized the importance of seizing opportunities even in seemingly small roles and utilizing them to make a positive impact very very inspiring perspective Sachin I would like to ask you here what has been the most rewarding aspect of hosting the Be Your Own Boss podcast for you personally. And as the host of a, this successful podcast, what advice would you give to someone who's considering starting their own podcast or a media marketing channel? I, I'd like to answer, uh, bring about bring two points here on the, the most, you know, the most rewarding thing what, uh, for me on this one. And uh, one of them is uh, sitting right here uh, amongst us, uh, Minakshi. Minakshi uh, told me when we when we did the podcast, she told me that you know before doing this interview, she was not uh, she didn't feel confident that she can come on the camera and and speak. And uh, now she's confident. She's coming and uh, talking. And she said that you know having uh, having come on the show has made a difference in her life. So I believe that. Uh, I, I felt really uh, honored that, uh, you know, doing an episode, interviewing her made a difference in her life. And another person that um, made, su made such a comment here was uh, when, when I was attending an, uh, a, a networking uh, meeting, I had, uh, there was a guest who came in and said that, you know, 
uh, other people int introduced themselves as the founder of their businesses. And uh, then this person came in and said that I'm here because of uh, Sachin's Your Own Boss podcast. I've watched his episode and I have uh, inspired by that. I have started my own business of real estate and that's why I'm here now. So that uh, when so the, the bottom line is when we see that you can make an impact in someone's life, uh, that I think is the biggest reward for me. Correct. Impacting someone's life is really what brings value to our own selves. Our, the satisfaction we get is something which cannot be just measured by words. Now, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to welcome our next questionnaire, interviewer, Sumit Puri. Let's invite him to the stage. He's founder of Parana Wellness AI and brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to our discussions. With an MBA from IIM Bangalore and over 20 years of corporate experience, Sumit has embarked on a remarkable entrepreneurial journey focused on natural wellness. His company utilizes the power of AI to help corporations improve the health and well-being of their employees. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to Sumit Puri as he asks his next question. And this will be the final question from the panel to Sachin. Thank you so much, Bharatji, for the introduction. And again, a big thank you to you, uh... Uh, Sachin, you've been absolutely an amazing, amazing person, uh, you know, to uh, to kind of connect with. And I, I again, uh, you know, want to just mention that uh, I met you in one of the networking yeah. events, and I clearly could see the passion and the intention. Because more than anything else, it is about the intent that we actually have to help people, to inspire people. That resonated so amazingly. And I must say, you have done uh, you know amazing service to all of us, to all the entrepreneurs. So again, a big thank you to you. Uh, you know, really speaking, I must say, when we talk about uh, when, you, when you talk about selflessness, you know, and I mean, you actually shared it with your stories. You know, the fact that you had that uh, incident in the train when you could have turned the other way and you know, blamed the environment, blamed the person, but you chose to take the bright side, to look at the bright side, to look at uh, something really very meaningful, to actually convert it to the better, have a bigger mission, you know, have a purpose. So I just would like to know more about uh, who your role model has been and, you know, if there's, you know, and why. Just if you can just help us also understand how those amazing motivations, how those amazing things have come, which have helped you inspire millions and hopefully will help inspire even hundreds of millions you know, as, as we go forward. So thank you and please do share your, your, your thoughts around this. Thank you, Sumit, for that question. And I think when it comes to role models, um, and I said models, role models, because uh, there is not just one, and uh, there have been many role models. Because depending on you know, uh, from different at different stages of life, you have you see and you get inspired from many people. Um, the my first role model was Mr. Rajan that I mentioned, who gave me that line of look forward to that one bright day. Uh, Rajan is uh, is a relative of mine, was a relative of mine, passed away. A few years ago, and uh, Rajan was a role model, and uh, to the point that there were, and he was a role model for many kids, uh, us in that in that group. And I used to uh, hear 
kids saying that when I grow up, I want to become Rajan. That's how inspiring he was. Uh, he came to Mumbai with just uh, just one pair of extra clothes and that's it. And, uh, and he built his own empire here in Mumbai. And uh, because of that, he was a role model for me. And for me, the uh, you know, it was not just I want to become Rajan. I want to take uh, you know inspiration from what he has said and and then grow beyond. And uh, I inspire. Uh, you know, I'm I'm deeply inspired by Mr. Amitabh Bachchan. He's he's 80 plus right now, and he still uh, worships his work. He works so hard, and and I think that is uh, is super inspiring for me. That you keep working, keep because work hard work is the most important. You know. Uh, strength that you can have so um this is one of the reasons why i uh, why i admire mr bachchan i admire bharatji uh, for, for the same reason you know he's always his curiosity always wants to learn something new always wants to improve himself and keep uh, and, and try and help connect people so there are these several uh, different you know uh, qualities and different people that inspire me and i, I Find them as my role model. Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure knowing about that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ji. And thank you, Sachin. Choosing a role model like Mr. Amitabh Bachchan, who continues to inspire and work at this age, fuels our own motivation to push our limits and achieve greatness. Thank you so much for that. Now, let me move on to my final question to you. How do you see the future of the Be Your Own Boss podcast? And what would you like to share with the listeners of your own of this podcast on this special 50th episode? Thank you, Varadji, for that question. I'd like to, so there are two questions here and I'd like to answer the first one first, which is uh, what is the, what do I see as the future of the Your Own Boss podcast? I see the future in, in, the, in terms of the impact. I see that, uh, I see a day very clearly in my mind. I see a day when I receive messages, the team receives messages, the Be Your Own Boss podcast team receives messages of thanks and gratitude saying that, you know, uh, inspired by Be Your Own Boss, um, that people have started their businesses and they're thriving. And uh, the economy grows because of, uh, you know, small businesses. So let me uh, zoom out a little bit and talk a little bit about the purpose of Be Your Own Boss. And I think this is a point that we didn't touch upon yet, that at a higher level, okay, when we look at economy, the when we look at uh, the, the developed economies of the world, like the US, the UK, uh, um, Europe. And uh, when we look at the developing economies, one, there is a very clear positive correlation between the ease of doing business and uh, the growth of the economy. When in the US, there is, you know, it's, it's very easy to start a business and there are a lot of small entrepreneurs, uh, businesses, uh, SMEs starting the businesses. And when, when businesses are started, they create uh, employment opportunities. And this is important because uh, as, as the businesses grow, the economy grows. Look at India in the last 20 years, the ease of business has grow, grow, gone, gone up. And uh, along with that, 
the number of entrepreneurs have gone up, number of SMEs have gone up. And when, when this happens, it creates a, a larger uh, you know, oper employment opportunities and it, creates, uh, it grows the economy. So this is the reason why I want to encourage more uh, businesses to start. And the future I see here is that uh, the, the podcast and many such podcasts like uh, Be Your Own Boss, many such channels come up and uh, encourage people and many such people, uh, many such SMEs uh, start the business and the economy develops. And uh, the, your second question, what was your second question again? <laughs> I My second question was, the final question, what would you want your listeners to take away from? Yeah. What message you will share with them on this milestone 50th episode? To your listeners sure i would start that one message if you can just take back one single word i would summarize everything into one word that is hard work hard work and if if i can go back and and you know back that with the story here when we were in school we used to sing songs patriotic songs as part of school and uh, there was one particular song and there was one line in a song uh, the, the song is called Hum Hindustani and uh, and that uh, that translates to we Indians okay and uh, this is uh, picturized on uh, late Mr. Sunil Dutt, uh, Hum Hindustani and uh, the the song in that uh, and the, the one particular line in that that said that Aao mehnat ko apna iman banao sapno se bhi pyara Hindustan banao that one line it kind of stayed in my heart always Let's make, and that line says, Aao mehnat ko apna iman banai. Let's make hard work as our uh, religion. Right? Take hard work as our religion. And uh, I was, when I was looking for jobs, that uh, there, there were situations that I was not a graduate, right? Like, I, didn't, I, I mean, I did not complete my, uh, after, after my grade 12th, I couldn't study further. So I was not as qualified as the other people. I, I didn't have uh, I, I couldn't speak as English as better you know as uh, as uh, well as the other people so there were a lot of uh, things that I couldn't dress as well as the other people because I didn't have money so a lot of uh, a lot of things that, that I lacked but I said there is one point where I will be uh, I will be the best and and that is hard work I can guarantee because this is hundred percent in my control what I get is not in my control but how much hard work I put in, how much effort I put in is 100% in my control and I will put in 200% of my efforts. And uh, that's that's been my way of working. And that's why I said that hard work, That's uh, this is one message, one word that I would like uh, people to take away. Well, I can vouch for that. Sachin is really a hard worker. He works throughout the week. I am four hours ahead of him. And weekends are very busy for my personal life. We did almost three sessions and he was so keen. He's get up at four o'clock and my time is eight o'clock to catch me before I go to my work on weekends, my family time. So I can vouch for the hard work. So again, I, I can say whatever Sachin says, he means it. He shows it. And this is how... It's not by speaking on a podcast channel, do hard work. People will start doing hard work. What we do inspires others. 
and I am truly inspired what by Sachin's hard work. So a very good ending message from Sachin. Moving on to conclude this momentous milestone episode. I extend my deepest gratitude to each of you. Your engagement, thought-provoking questions and unwavering support have made this gathering remarkable. We have not been able to put our host in any discomfort. It came naturally to him, although he was on the hot seat. Unveiling this journey behind the Be Your Own Boss podcast, his dedication and genuine curiosity have sparked continuous, countless aha moments. Thank you. Thank you, dear Sachin, for amplifying our voices and guiding our growth. And as we move forward, let's carry the inspiration gain, supporting and uplifting one another. Together, we are unstoppable, destined for success. So fellow entrepreneurs, until we meet again, continue pushing boundaries and pursuing our passions. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, so that was Sachin Acharya, the founder of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. And you have been watching and listening to Be Your Own Boss. Thank you so much, Bharatji. 